On this episode of the Second of Victory podcast, we are joined by Matt Neely from RPO, uh, the Run Pass Opinion podcast. Uh, we are going to be talking about the Madden ratings uh, or lack thereof. Um, we're going to be talking about just some questions with Matt, his uh, uh, his life and random questions and BS about him and uh, his venture with Busting with the Boys. And then uh, a little non-sports, just uh, one of the best shows or uh, things you're watching on TV right now that nobody's talking about. So, Austin, let's get some fucking energy. Second and Victory Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Second and Victory Podcast. I am Austin Nelson with my buds Brett and Chris. And uh, before we go any further, um, I got to plug our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the Second and Victory Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, rate us, leave feedback, subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Twitter as well at Second and Victory. Uh, again, I'm with my guys, Brett and Chris. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Allison? How are we doing? Good, man. How are y'all? How's it going, fellas? It's been a minute. Yeah. Been long a minute. minute. Way yeah. too long. A lot, a lot of vacation, uh, attending some weddings and, and all that good stuff. But we're back at it. Let's go. Sure. Uh, a week, I guess a week before training camp starts. So it'll just be us three tonight. Uh, nobody else will be with us. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. We got we got our friend of the show, uh, great guy, our buddy Matt Neely. Round of applause for Matt, please. What's up, dude? Dude, I just gave myself a round of applause. It is good to be here. Uh, make sure you guys follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Neely underscore. Uh, Matt, plug yourself if you want to. I even though I just did. What else you got going on, man? Yeah, uh, my name is Matt Neely. I'm 5'9", 198. Um, <laughs> basically, just a, a guy that, that just made some memes and then a podcast, and now I'm, uh, that's, I'm still there. That's pretty much it. I have a dog as well. Is that right? I do have a dog. His name is oh. Zebo. Oh, is that for Zach Randolph? That is who he's named after. When he gets oh. in trouble, I, go, I was like, Zach! Zach Randolph, <laughs> get out from there. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, like I said, we are going to dive in. Just we're going to this is going to be a bullshit podcast. There's nothing much to talk about. You know, a week before training camp starts for the Titans, um, we'll dive in more next week um, to the fo- football fun of it. But uh, you guys play Madden? Do I play as the Titans? Yeah. I don't know, but I play Madden. Listen, I don't. I, I think it I, sucks I, nowadays. I think Madden's all right, but like I'd much rather play FIFA or 2K. Honestly, I mean, Madden, I feel like Madden's fun for like the first two weeks it comes out, and then it's like it's the same bullshit. Yeah, it's it's not good anymore, man. It used to be great, but now it sucks. I just I think they're they're kind of doing some sort of it this year on Madden 20, but it's like the road to glory that we used to play on on NCAA football. Um, there hasn't okay. been much of that on Madden. Uh, I think that kind of takes the fun away. So all you're doing really is just playing online games or playing with a friend or, you know, an offline franchise. Um, but I, the last two years, there's about eight of us who um, do an online franchise. So it's pretty competitive and we, we have fun doing that, but um, it's not fun playing with the Titans that much because they're always ass. Nate. <laughs> Every time. 
I miss the days where you can make a, a college player and then after he graduates, <laughs> move him to the NFL. <laughs> Those were the best days, without a doubt. Oh, I mean, looking at the the overall Titans roster on Madden 20, you know, the ratings came out and, a, you know, not even the Titans, but a, a bunch of NFL players were on their social medias um, criticizing Madden for their rating and, you know, um, a certain trait on Madden or speed or their catching or something like that. What is, I mean, who was one player on this, on this Madden 20 for the Titans that just sticks out to you in a good way or a bad way? For me, it's it's a pretty easy choice. Uh, Brett Kern being a 77 overall, I think, when he has been the, the best player on this team for what feels like a decade, might be a decade. He never, he's never shanked a punt, I don't think. And they're gonna they're gonna do our guy like this. So that's the that's the most shocking to me. He should be like a ninety six. I think uh, if if you're just going just off base of last year, I think his rating was a seventy five, maybe. And for me, it's just Jayon Brown, and that's just because of how different he was of a player last year and how another leap he's supposed to take this year. I mean, I think for Jayon, if I know the ratings are low for everybody this year, but to even have him anywhere near the seventies is just kind of disrespectful to me. I think I got to go with uh, our our dad Taylor Lewan. Uh, they have him as an eighty-one. I mean, that's that ranks him as the thirteenth best left tackle in the NFL, which is insanity to me. Yeah, that's the big part for me. I think he's properly rated. Um. <laughs> What about Jeffrey Simmons being a 74 and Sucker being a 74? I know. Go back on your point, Matt. There's 11 punters ahead of Brett Kern. I just checked. Yeah, I, I could get it if it was like if he was a 77 because like all of his other attributes suck, like speed and everything. But it's not. And the dude's got to be like a top three punter. Has been for so long. Didn't that was Brett, that was criminal. Didn't Brett have like a huge um, hit a few years ago on somebody? I think so. Strength sure. forty-five. So that's that's bullshit in itself. <laughs> um, I mean, I who, I've never heard of the the Redskins punter in my life. Tress Way. This is not Tress Win from Twitter. It's got to be Trey. <laughs> oh, you might be right. <laughs> Tress Way. Tress Way. <laughs> Trey West. So, so it's uh, Trey West. Like, uh, Takashi 69. <laughs> Trey yeah, man. <laughs> Let's see. Who, hey, also, um, let me find this real quick. I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, Pam Field was like a 54 or something, or like a 58. Yeah, 58. And he that guy was pretty good for us last year. So, player. Didn't you say that Dennis Kelly is like a 63, 64? Yeah, that. They don't get it. They didn't get to watch all of, all of the linemen, but we got to see the whole line play last year. I think Deion Lewis is, is too high, to be honest with you. He's an 84. Oh, I know he thought the he's same a, thing. He's ahead of, of Derek by a point. Hmm. I think that if we go back to the punter stuff, like obviously Brett Kern should still be high, and we were talking about like his ability to do stuff like that. I still think that the, maybe one of the best – Plays by a punter in Titans history was AJ Trapasso in the Hall oh, of Fame no game against the Bills. No doubt. <laughs> Do you guys think that Delaney Walker is a better player than Kevin Byard right now? 
He's a 92 and Byard's a 89. Right now, absolutely not. Over his career, probably. probably. I mean, mean, Delaney at his peak was phenomenal. As much as we love Delaney, I mean, coming off a a brutal injury like he did, I think he's too high. Casey's 86. He'll never get respect. Yeah, he's he's probably the most underappreciated player in the NFL, honestly. Looking at 86 is insane for him. Mid-90s, I would think, is where he should probably be. I think if you put Jarrell Casey on any big market team, he's a household name across the country. I agree with that. I, th- I, well, I just, I also am looking at like they've got Saffold rated higher than Lewan. And I'm not, I don't, I haven't watched like a ton of Saffold, but what I know is that he's like got to be like the best left guard in football, one of them. So I, that's a good sign, at least for us. Hopefully they can play well together. I would assume. I mean, what do you think the Titans are overall on Madden? Because obviously that hasn't came out yet. I, I'm going to guess a either an 83 or an 84. I'll go 80. Oh, uh, yeah. Somewhere 79, around. 80, probably. You can't guess the same thing I guessed. <laughs> I said 79 I, uh, or 80. So well, I'll go 81. I played Madden 19 today. Just to, They were an 84 on Madden 19 as of today. So That's not bad. I mean, and, and we haven't even talked about Marcus, uh, but he was he's a 79, I believe, and I think that's what he was last year as well. So, uh, I think the criminal thing with Marcus is that he's an 88 speed. And he's definitely <laughs> faster than that. For sure. What? I mean, honestly, it, it does make sense that he stayed about the same. Oh, for sure. That's, that's kind of like a microcosm of the last few years, but 88 speed is – that's stupid. That's That's negligent. All you got to do is go watch the Jacksonville game from the second year in his career when he took off for, what was it, 88 yards, 89 yards? Yeah. So, I mean, literally from one side of the field to the other, and he just blew by everybody. It's not like it's not like he had the field wide open for him. He had still had to make moves to get through. Oh, hey, this is, this is the bright side of this. Laney is the same overall on Madden as Andrew Luck. Oh. So the, they cancel each other out. Pretty much. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I like it. This is bullshit, by the way. This whole thing is so stupid. They did it on purpose. It really is. It's just a lot. I, get, I mean, do they do this just to hype up Madden to make people go buy it? Or do you, it you think they would have picked, like, like they could have picked anybody more vocal than Lawan. Like they they gave him an eighty one just so he would tweet about it. He even said he doesn't even play the game, but he still felt disrespected. Yeah, he's. I I think he was kind of pissed off about that. I'm not really sure I wasn't around him, but the fact that he tweeted it means it bothered him. I can vouch for for things like that. I do that all the time. Kenny Vaccaro's tackle rating is a seventy six. Yeah, see, that's disrespectful. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> Byard's right behind him at a 75. Logan Ryan's a 71. Oh, how about that dude? What? How about that dude last week that said Logan Ryan was a free agent bust? Oh, that's that nice. Logan Ryan's at 82 oh, overall. That fired, that fired Austin up. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah, I, I was referencing uh, his tackle rating. Was a, is oh, a gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
What about okay, hit power? Let's see what the car has got like an 89 hit power. That's that's accurate. Uh soon to be soon to be uh Titan Jalen Ramsey's a 96 on here. Taylor Lewan has a 25 power hit power on this. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I mean this is interesting, but it's also really stupid. I mean, do they do they actually watch film to grade these guys, or just kind of like, eh, a forty-eight? I mean, what do they what do they do? I have a theory about this. I think that there's one guy that does the Madden ratings, and he's known as like the Madden ratings guy. And I think he's out for himself, plain and simple. I can see that. I just I think know. that's all. That's all this is about. Is that one guy? I don't know if you guys know this. I can't remember his name, but um, back when the Titans used to be good on Madden, um, the the guy that kind of oversaw the entire production was uh, a guy from Hendersonville. Um, really? So that's probably why the Titans were decent back then. <laughs> <laughs> probably because he actually watched the games. Hmm. We're on to something. All right, so th- I guess this guy must be a, a damn Colts fan because uh, they have 15 guys above 80 overall. Holy cow. Braden Smith is the same still. overall as Taylor Lewan. Who the fuck is Braden Smith? <laughs> we have a, we, the Titans have 11. What, what is Quentin Nelson's ranking? 86. <laughs> That guy's a beast, though. I'll give him that. Seven, I'm sorry, eighty-seven. Did I just miss? I guess I missed this. When did the Colts sign Justin Houston? They traded for him. I missed it. Like as soon as the offseason started, just about. I totally missed that. I just forgot about it. Damn. You don't know shit about football. You really don't, dude. Shit. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so Matt. I mean, kind of. I'm 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 segueing here a little bit. You were talking about Taylor a minute ago. You're trying. You are obviously um, one of the cooler people in town right now because you're working with the coolest podcast around right now, and you're busting with the boys. Talk about a little bit. How did you get started? How did you come about it? And why did they pick your stupid ass? I really don't know. I really don't know. First off, they don't pay me, so I want that to be known. Um, I don't know. I, I just heard about it. I knew they were going to start one, and um, I just pestered the shit out of them. I, it made... was it was my tweet to Will Compton that got okay. the job. I just yeah, to... Chris. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, Chris, can you want to tweet at him while we were playing Fortnite?" And uh, and that's what did it. That's all it was. I I don't know, dude. I I just I made a video like a custom video for them as my as my resume, um, and then hopped in there in that interview and didn't choke for the first time in my life. So. That was surprising. But yeah, I mean, uh, since then, I mean, the, the bus when I got there was shitty. There was a rat's nest in the driver's seat, and um, it, it was just disgusting. But a lot of people like put in a shit ton of work, and now it's, uh, it's got tarps hanging all over it, but it's nice on the inside. Uh, and, and it's actually been a lot of fun. It looks like you guys are having a blast, and it's, it's a lot of fun to listen to. Um... What uh, I mean, who's been your favorite guest so far? Mm, that's tough. Um, 
I mean, Vrabel's like the the easy the easy guess there because he was just so phenomenal. And when he walked into that room, first off, you know me. I had to hide a lot of who I am in that moment. <laughs> like I was like stunned. This guy was the most alpha alpha male I think I've ever been around in my life. And uh, he owned the room. He was incredible. And he was open, which is the first time I've seen him be like that. So I, I, I can see now why everybody likes him. Um, Ernest K., the guy that wrote Mason Ramsey's um, lyrics for the Old Town Road remix, that that dude is hysterical. That's going to be like one of the best ones. And then obviously like Delaney and Byard were great. But uh, but def- I think Vrabel's like pretty much – that has to be the number one so far. Um, how much shit do they give you on a uh, day-to-day basis? Uh, yeah, at first it was really bad. Uh, they were, I think they were testing all of us and they, I got, I got kind of pissed off one day at them just cause it, I got stuck in traffic for an hour and I was 30 minutes late. Um, because Taylor asked me to go get a blender and coconut milk and fruit that was organic. And I've never bought any of that stuff. (laughs) So I was, it took forever. It was expensive and I was pissed off. Um, when I got that, I just dropped it off and went home. And so like the, but I think that that was like the next time I talked to them, they were like, dude, we're, we were just messing with like blah, blah, blah. And I, I was kind of like, okay. So since then it's been cool. But I did I did think it was funny though that they would like not say my name and they would shit on me because people were like, Whoa, dude, why are they being so mean? <laughs> it was just kind of a big inside joke. Like your initiation. Yeah, I think that they knew I was a pretty easy target. I mean, I'm I'm overweight, I'm ugly, uh, and I don't really bring much to the table. <laughs> All very true. <laughs> it's been the so, core uh I guess addition. To the bus. Like, I saw that they got the neon light on there about the boys and all that. But other than that, what's been, like, the coolest thing that they've added to the bus? Uh, honestly, the they've got these uh, this the custom, like, whiskey set in there. It says for the boys. Like, if we if we put that on the shop, they would they would sell like crazy. But they're like one of a kind, really nice glasses, and like a bunch of famous people have drinking out of them. So they're they're already kind of building some character. But um, I don't know. I think putting the bit for me the first episode they put me behind the curtain in the back. Uh, it was hot as fuck, and uh, and they put an air conditioner back there so I could move out. So that was that was to me that was the biggest. Does anybody yet? Oh, go ahead, Brett. Go ahead, Brett. Uh, I was just saying, I thought I heard somebody say something one time about wanting to try to make the bus like mobile again and try and like drive it around town and stuff like that. Are they really? Is that really a goal that they would want to try and do? Yeah, that's a major goal. That's like honestly, uh, the whole. I think I'm pretty sure the whole engine has to be rebuilt and. Then we were like, okay, we could probably do that. It's going to be expensive. Uh, we we've actually talked to someone who's who's going to come and do it for us from Twitter. So that's kind of cool. Nice. Um, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the bottom of the bus <laughs> is not suitable to drive. Like I'm pretty sure it might fall out. So they've got to do a couple different things. I, I know that the plan is to be able to like drive two people uh, in the off season instead of having to like get them to come to the bus but like uh 
I, I would love, I, I would love that road trip, but it would be, uh, you got to have thick skin to ride in a bus with him for, for a what while. What a show would be like. Go ahead, Brett. <laughs> no, no, you, I was just going to like repeat off that question real quick and just say, do you think that a show would ever be like mobile? Like do you have a driver just driving around downtown Nashville while you're recording the show? That would be- these are, these are great ideas. Uh, I think so. I think that's what they want to do, man. I, I think we all are on board with like trying to do something where that bus gets moving. That makes everything easier for everybody. So, man, I, obviously it's not uh, just you working for these guys. I know uh, Cardboard Films is involved. And what all – obviously you guys do both video and audio podcast. Um, kind of talk about what all goes into just a, a single episode production. Well, uh, Cardboard worked w- uh, with the bus for with, – with the group for uh, – two or three months and uh now we've gotten a different production company but that's not saying anything negative about cardboard those i love those guys they're they're uh really cool and they work their asses off but set up uh for the cameras and lights about an hour uh with the sound boards and everything and then uh then about you know let's say we're supposed to film it at two o'clock uh we get there 12 31 set up and then about uh, you know, an hour late, that's when the two guys show up pretty much every time. So just waiting around after you set up because they're they're definitely late like every single time. I think it'd be a great idea if even like had the bus outside Nissan Stadium on game days for people oh, to take wow. pictures. With That'd be great. That would be awesome. The The stickers inside the bus are what makes it, man. That's uh, There's some really funny ones. I don't. I mean, don't even let people inside the bus. Just to put it outside and and just you know let people take pictures with it. I mean, like, have y'all had any run-ins? Has like anybody tried to break into it yet, or do people even know where it's at? A uh, few people do, but really just people that like. It's pretty like hidden. It's it's hidden I, in plain sight. I'll say. Look good. That's good. Yeah, it's it's definitely if you can kind of connect some dots about what you guys were talking about earlier, you could probably find it. That's cool. All right, so Matt, get kind of jumping off the subject of, of busting with the boys. Tell us something about Matt Neely that people might not know. Fuck. Let's see. Uh, how about this? I graduated college with a degree in uh, early childhood and family studies because I had no idea what I wanted to do, and so I just took the easiest route possible. But and uh, years to do that. Six years. Oh my god. I'm a, I was a terrible student my entire life. I, I cannot believe I got into a college. But after I got out of UTC, um, I got an internship for social because my dog was famous on Vine. Yeah. And I just fa- I faked it until I made it on that. And so that's the rest is history. I did that uh, just basically teaching myself like the whole time. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. Like I had no idea what I was doing the Day. I was on Google, like, what does a social media manager do? Hey, man, you can pretty much teach yourself anything through Google. You really can't. I mean, that's a lesson for the kids out there. Like, just get on the internet. It'll, you can learn everything there. John, Matt, Matt. Go to, go to college for the social experience. Don't go for the education. <laughs> Could John right. Matt, like, working at a daycare? It wasn't to work at a daycare. All right. It was, uh, <laughs> 
and for all my Murfreesboro people, I worked. I have worked at ESP in the past. Uh, what, at Hobgood. Hobgood. Oh, okay. okay. I got fired, but um, I, I bet those kids bullied the hell out of you. <laughs> they gave me the kindergartners, dude. They were all bigger than me. Oh. Uh, yeah, d- definitely was to like run a nonprofit, like something nice that I could tell my mom and she wouldn't ask like, wow, you're really taking a, a class that you just have to show up once a year. At. So you live in, you worked in Murfreesboro, you went to UTC. How does that correlate to you being a, a like a diehard West Virginia fan? Yes. That is right. My my family is from up north, like Pittsburgh, West Virginia line. Okay. And most of them are Penn State fans and Pitt fans. Yeah. But uh, when I was a kid, I just – I hated that. I hated them. And then I just I, – I went to a game. I just started following them. And then some of my family that I, I – that's the only way I'll talk to them is about that. And that's kind of it, man. It's just – it's like I got poisoned. I, I never even knew that you were a West Virginia fan until la- the beginning of last season because, like, even like I'm from Alabama, but I'm I'm a Tennessee fan, which is kind of rough. But that I, is rough. But, yeah, I get I get a lot of crap for it, but like I saw you going like after Tennessee fans last season, and me personally, I'm not one of like quote unquote those Tennessee fans that I saw you going after, which. I mean, they gave you a lot of crap, so I understood why, but that's really how I figured out that you were a West Virginia fan was just because of what I saw you saying on Twitter. Yeah, I lost a lot of followers that day. Um, (laughs) But you have to imagine that there was like a two-hour lightning delay in Charlotte, and uh, and I was with like all my favorite people. And basically, I just – we just – there was a lot of shit talk leading up to the game. Uh, Me and John Reed – we're going back and forth about it. And then he just dragged the shit out of me um, that day. So all due respect to John. Actually, after that, I was like, hey, we're still cool, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm a bitch. Sorry. I mean, John's still a Titans You guys got that in common. John is a Titans fan. But, I mean, he, but he, uh, he dragged the shit out of me. Yeah, his balls are – I mean, that, that, that's his baby, though. That was and, a learning lesson, though. I was yeah. pretty outrageous, and I was, I was, I've been waiting for this game for like my whole life. And don't fuck with Vol. I mean, like Titans Twitter, you know, we're a we're a, a monster on there, but dude, fucking Vol Twitter is something else. Vol Twitter, Twitter is crazy. Vol's Twitter is insane. It basically, it's basically why Shiano's not the head coach right now. Yeah, that's I, like I was never a big fan of like. Tennessee until they started being really bad and I started watching my friends just suffer when they're so passionate like yeah they're obnoxious but they were suffering so much for no reason and like the Dooley era happened which was hilarious and then after that I just I started feeling so bad like I started feeling bad and then starting to root for them uh, up until that game but like yeah I, I actually when they did that when they got Shiano fired as fans that's the most heroic fan thing I've ever seen done. I can't think of anything better. All due respect to the, the Vols fans. They are one of a kind. I didn't participate in any of the, the Twitter. Like, obviously, I didn't like the hire at first. And I didn't participate in any of the Twitter stuff. But I was still glad that it happened, kind of. like Because, I mean, 
it was awful. I mean, the hire was awful. And then when the fans rebelled, <laughs> that, was, that was the that was when it told me, like, even though, like I said, I'm a Tennessee fan, like a big one, that's when it told me that ball Twitter is on just a completely different level than everything else. The hire was awful because the athletic director was awful. Didn't Curry get, get caught texting with, like, a reporter and then, like, and the reporter got ball. exposed? Dan yeah, he ball. got he got so exposed. Yeah, bro. Dan was telling him that it was such a great hire not to worry about the Tennessee fans on Twitter and how he'll control them and stuff like that, and he'll get it under control. (laughs) Dan Walton lost all respect from Tennessee fans that day. Yeah, he was like, it's a great hire. And then behind everyone's back, he was like, hey, don't worry about those guys. That's (laughs) insane. Of hire, Matt, who is – because, I mean, Dan Dan Holgerson's now at Houston. Uh, Who is – I'm sorry if that opens – Wounds. I apologize. Uh, who is uh, West Virginia's new head coach? His name is Neil Brown, and he is going to be the shit. I have no idea where he came from. Um, I honestly, the the Holgerson thing. That I could not believe that. I was like Houston. I either. I not either. <laughs> like seriously, Houston. Like what the hell? Hey, honestly though, I will say this: they are building. A, a powerhouse program. Seriously, like their basketball team is good every year. Their football team is good. That's the way I can like kind of talk myself into thinking it's okay. Uh, Neil Brown came from Troy. Troy. Oh yeah, they do. They were like incredible. Troy was a, Tro, Troy is not in a Power Five comp. They're in. Oh man, I forgot what conference. I think they're like in the Sun Belt or something like that. And, uh, yeah, they're uh, in the Sun Belt. Yeah, and they were they were like a mid-level D1 school, and they got up to 26th in the country, I think it was, two or three years ago. Like, they, they were a good football team. I think they beat someone like Missouri or, oh, or they like beat an LSU. SEC team. They beat LSU. Really? That's I think it was LSU. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I honestly love the Sun Belt, like – Growing up, going to I, I Chris you and Austin, y'all probably went to a lot of MTSU games, right? I did at least. Man, I, I just feel like I would go. Every game was like Louisiana Lafayette or like FIU or FAU, and then like that. Then they went to Conference USA, but those were old Sun Belt. Like those were not terrible games, were they? Oh, we had some awesome games back in the day. We had a good little rivalry brewing with, with Troy. I mean, obviously we had the Western Kentucky rivalry. Um, there was there were some good games in those Sun Belt years for sure. And Blue Raider for life. We went and saw the uh, Camellia Bowl two years ago. We saw the Little Caesars Bowl in Detroit. I'm I'm true blue. The Dwight Dasher days. Hey, that boy could gamble. He could gamble. He could. He could. The, yeah. That 09 New Orleans Bowl? Yeah. Uh, that's the rumor. I'm pretty sure it's true, though. I can almost confirm it. I remember last year, Chris, you weren't with us when we had the, this armchair uh, episode. But it was uh, Matt, and, Matt, Brett, and I. And then we also had Trey and Noah on there as well. Um, Matt, do you remember this episode at all? Of course. I, I, all it right. started off, and I had no like reception. because. That twelve of you guys were killing all the bandwidth. Uh, God, those uh, podcast days with them were, were hilarious to say the least. Um, 
But we did like game by game predictions, Chris. And we all went through like game. I mean, we broke down every single game off last year's schedule. And I think we all mostly had all the Titans going, you know, eight and eight, nine and seven, ten and six kind of thing. Um, and I won't forget we we went to the Patriots game, and we were talking about it, and they all just chalked up an L, loss, loss. It's not happening. We lose that game, loss. And I was like, I mean, how can you guys say this in in August? Like it's way too early to even talk about it. Um, and so I just wanted to, to say I was right, and you guys were wrong, Matt. So that was it. That's all you wanted to say. That was only it. That was all, all I had to say. <laughs> okay. Prediction for this season until I know who's starting at right guard. Like once our all O line is set, that that'll uh, alleviate some of the questions question marks for me. You want to have a right guard? Who would I want to have a right guard? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I, what if he's not on this team right now? And oh, really? we know we know John Robinson likes the waiver wire. Huh. It's very true. I think I, I mean I see that I, happening. I, I can too. I really can't. If if neither uh, Pamphile or Nate Davis don't play well in the preseason, I, I would not doubt it. Just make a trade and get Q Spain back. No. <laughs> I, I think Davis is probably and I'm not gonna pretend like I've watched any film on him, because uh, there really is not much, but I, I gotta think that he's the guy in line, right? Just it's kinda like his to go get, but I mean there's always that that stormy cloud people keep throwing around, like maybe Conklin will slide over and get a little Dennis Kelly tackle. Oh, I like Dennis Kelly. I like on the line, I like him a lot. I maybe it's just me, just, but I don't know. Just to let the record show, I, I think that every Titans lineman is very good. And I believe that they've not done anything wrong. Because one of those linemen went through my old tweets and dragged me. <laughs> what do you like more, Matt? You like Taylor or Wilmore? Um, I don't know. I, I like Taylor more because he's, uh, he's a Pro Bowl tackle. That's a weak answer. It just depends. If we're talking like doing podcasts and marketing stuff, then I've got to go Will. They're very, dude, they're similar, man. You, oh, for sure. They're, they're very similar. It's weird. But yeah, still, the, I, I, uh, the line is going to be – I think it's going to be great this year. I, I'd say top three, maybe the best. That happens. How many yards does Derrick Henry get? That's a tough one right there. Y'all thinking 1,500? It was in my head, yeah. Nobody even rushed for that last year. It's because they didn't have this offensive line. Yeah, I wouldn't go 1,500. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd go – Oh, because you, you want to say over 1,000, but does he, does he split carries with Dion? Does Dion get more handoffs? I don't know. I think – I'm going to go out on a limb here. And maybe I mean maybe it's not a limb I don't know but I th- this might be Dion's last year in a Titans uniform and I don't know 
not for production-wise, but the contract and all that just kind of seems like it's set up to me the same way as DeMarco Murray's where they can get out after two years, especially if they're not loving it. I'm not saying it's going to be, but I just kind of have a feeling. If what Derek did in the last quarter of the year, if he could if he could spread that over a full year, I mean, I think 1,500 yards is, is easy for him. Last year, I, I thought that Dion would end up being the number one back, and I believe that even though neither one of them was that great in the first half of the season, uh, I thought that Dion was a little bit better. But after Derrick Henry got with Eddie George, things changed. Absolutely. It was different. And Absolutely. then we also got to play the Jaguars, so that helps. But um, Eddie and him have been working out this year. So uh, if I'm doing my math right, he's going to have the second half of last year, but the whole season this year, if that makes sense. I mean, that's just science right there. But, uh, I think I saw either on the Titan subreddit or Twitter that um, Derek and, and Eddie were even seen at the airport. They were flying to the Heisman house and stuff together. So like they're just spending time together, which is cool. Let's pick. Let's just pick up there because I've actually, y'all know I've I support you all very much, and I I think Chris and Austin came on RPO one night for like a roundtable, yeah. but I whoever made the graphic of like the you know five dollar player whatever, legendary. Okay. You just crazy. knew what you were doing there. I know it's Chris. He's a damn good designer. <laughs> I w- I hope you guys blow it blow it up, dude. I hope y'all do y'all kill it, man. Rooting for the home team. Yeah, we got so much shit. It, I mean, it was good and bad. I mean, just if you just from a realistic football fan standpoint, that's an awful little game to play with how bad <laughs> those guys are. Um, yeah. Outside well, I mean, what's it doesn't matter though if you don't give a shit about them, then talk. It was, I mean, it, it was good pub. I mean, so many people followed us, and, and it was fun interaction on Twitter. Uh, and then a bunch of fans from like the Colts and um, other nice. teams started started chiming in and just talking shit, um, which was fine. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't I just, to any of them, but I mean, seeing it from my side, one of the biggest uh, like critiques was that we left Kevin Dyson off, which yeah. I love KD, man, but. First of all, I couldn't find a headshot of Kevin Dyson. That's one of the reasons he wasn't on there. But second of all, I mean, K- KD has 2,300 career <laughs> receiving yards. It's not like he was a, a one of the greatest receivers of all time or anything. It's not – I mean, I can – I understand why another team's fan base would go through that and be like, what the fuck? Like, this – it's not great. It wasn't a great – Everybody said, I'll just keep my $15, which was – I mean, that's – the funniest joke of it all. <laughs> I, I thought it was cool. I, I did it in my head. Um, you know, Chris, Chris, did you like, I saw some people being like, why is this person not on here? And why is it? I bet that just pissed you right off. Eh, I mean, it didn't really bother me. And went, me, me and Austin and, and Brett all kind of made the list together. So if it was going to piss all of us off, but we have a uh, defensive one as well that we can, we can put out here in a couple, you know, soon that we made as well. Kind of sit in our back pocket. Mm-hmm. Maybe even do a special teams one. Oh, we could. Going back to the honey pot. I'd put all my money on a Brett, uh, Rob Baronis and uh, Pac-Man. Just them two together. Sure. But then, but then you become one of those fans that you got to 
I'm putting Darius Reynald as the $5 option. So Why are y'all trashing West Virginia players like this? Yeah, you just went two for three right there. What about Tommy uh, Campbell? You put Tommy Campbell on there? Ooh. There. Campbell, what could have been? Uh, Matt, we got a few <laughs> questions um, okay. for you from Twitter. Um, it feels weird talking to my you guys, my friends, like – like I'm being interviewed. Yeah, well, you're not. Sure, but we just thought we'd have you on. It was a slow, slow night in uh, sports. So, um, this is from at Ohio Brent. Uh, he says, "What is the beer of choice for the McNair Challenge?" Natural Light. <laughs> I oh. love it. Good job. That's the that's the beer of choice for any occasion. Any occasion. Also asked, "Have you ever tried the DGB Challenge?" Uh, not on purpose, but a hundred percent. What is it? What was he number uh, eighteen? Yeah, he said, "Have you done an eight before kickoff?" I've I have consumed a lot of alcohol before kickoffs. I mean, I'm talking like especially those four o'clock ones or the night games. I'm thinking, yeah, I think I might have gotten close at least, especially with the natties. That's I'm what they're built for. Eight? Is he talking about? I mean, is that is that we're we talking weed? Cocaine? No. I was thinking the white stuff. I was too. No, 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 no. An eighth. Yeah. No, not, not, not me. That that's not for me. I stick to the. Uh, I stick I'm to the regulars. Alcohol up. and weed. That's the only things I, I use. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to Brian Far Four with the best question. Um, when asked to submit questions for Matt Neely, his response was, "Who." <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best one. We also have uh, Titan Jake. This is the last question for you, Matt. Um, how does Taylor Lewan smell? I'm guessing a mixture of sweat, nautica blue, and corned beef. It's a very odd question. Hey. I I have not smelled him. He's sweaty. He's always sweaty. Yeah, uh, wouldn't it be weird if you just walked up to Taylor and you're like, hey, bro, can I smell you? Uh, yeah, no. I, 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 he'd probably punch you in the nose. <laughs> no, he he would just be like, "What the fuck?" And then Taylor would just be Taylor weird the whole time. Seem like a Nautica Blue kind of guy to me. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't think that he uh, he gives a shit in the summer. So I, I'd say probably just like a guy that just a dude. I don't. I don't think I've smelled him before. But I'm really proud of you guys for getting three whole questions for me. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was bullshit from our followers' part. I was hoping for a lot more, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, something we always do as well on the podcast, uh, Matt, we kind of do a non-sports question. Um, so Chris thought of this. What is something that you've been watching recently that is not getting enough talk? Um, okay, so you, you told me about this before I got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you had time to think about it. Yeah, so I got like a couple. So stick with me. I may, I may not remember one of them. Uh, for me, number one is my worst nightmare. And it happened – I'm not sure if it happened today or yesterday – uh, but it is my biggest fear come true, and it is a uh, a carnival ride that collapsed in India. Two people died. It's one of those big cranes that swings back and forth, and at the end, it's like a big circle where people sit, and it spins around, and it just collapsed on each other. So that was horrifying to me. I don't know if y'all saw that. Oh, I did not see that. Okay. Wow. Great conversation. <laughs> You're going to need to tweet out that video. Yeah, please. Actually, do you want me just to grab it real quick? 
Yeah, share it with us. Okay, give me a second. And do you want me to? I, I won't lead off number two. I know it's a big just, deal. No, go ahead and just keep talking. We'll come back to it. Isn't this y'all show? <laughs> yeah. Act straight. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay, this is from two days ago. Um, my number two is The Hills, the show The Hills. I mean, it's in, it's just fascinating television. I've watched every episode. I love that show. Spencer is the most insane and wonderful TV character probably of all time. I know it was one of those kind of rides. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. It's one of those. Dang, bro, that's horrifying then. Yeah, this is awful. No, 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 it's no, not no, like you no, see no, him no, die. No, no. Music in the background of it, though. It's kind of epic. <laughs> I, I didn't know if I should play the video or not because I didn't know, know about the music. I mean, that thing, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. Damn, no, bro. Yeah. I'm not a yeah, big Don't, don't, don't I, tell me you haven't had a dream where that happens. I get it oh, yeah, I for get sure. Very easily, so I don't go on these kind of rides. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, my number three thing, which has been talked about a lot, but I think I'd like to discuss with you guys is the alien. The Area 51 raid. Oh, that is one of my favorite things to talk about so far this summer. Just because of the memes. Are, are you participating, Matt? Uh, I, I said I was Which, on Facebook. I don't, think Chelsea, <laughs> I don't think Chelsea would let you go, though. Chelsea would. No, she's going with me. Oh, okay. She said she just wants <laughs> to see them aliens, dude. That's all she cares about. Them aliens. There you go. She's a big fan. Um, and the memes. She wanted me to tell you guys that her favorite one is the little alien at the door saying he threw up at two in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's I I actually want to ask y'all and I heard this question somewhere and I thought about it. If you could pick two athletes to take with you to raid uh, area 51, who would those athletes be? And they have to be alive. I think that was on part of my take. I got you. Uh, Let me go first. Um, yeah, I'm going Mark on Lynch and probably Rob Gardner. Okay. All right. I I know mine too. Richie Incognito and Usain oh. Bolt. Bro, my the first person that popped in my mind was Usain Bolt. Uh, and then number two. Dang, bro. I'm trying to think of somebody that's like really strong. Any 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 baseball player that's on roids, just because they're strong that way. So, hmm. I pro- I I'm going to take Derrick Henry and I'm going to take um, Dion Lewis. That way, you know, if one of them can't get through, the other one can. Just based on sheer size. Like if they if Derrick's too big, they're going to shoot at him. Dion can run right by. Uh, if Dion rushes them first, Derrick can destroy them. So that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, what I don't I don't know if I have anything else besides that. I think that's it. Chris, what do you watch? Like I love the Marvel stuff, like the movies and stuff. The thing about Marvel that doesn't get nearly enough love is Agents of Shield, the TV show on ABC. That show has like all of the action, all the CGI, all that good stuff of the movies in like an hour long format every week, and it's insanely good. And no one watches it. They're in the sixth season right now, and they announced today that the seventh season is uh, coming mm-hmm. next summer, and it'll be the last one. Oh, dang. Everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, I'm telling you. I started, but 
Yeah, no, no one watches it, dude, and it is absolutely so good. If if you like the Marvel stuff, you would you would love the show. What about you, Brett? What you been watching? Uh, so there's been a couple shows I've watched since they started, and they're kind of big, so I'm not going to say those. But like on Netflix alone, uh, I'm big into Ozark, but that's a popular show. The only reason I'm upset that people aren't talking about that is nobody's talking about when season three is finally going to drop for Ozark. Um, and then the other two is Designated Survivor. ABC dropped that, and I picked up on it when it went to Netflix, and I'm hooked on Designated Survivor. And then get to my list today on Netflix, actually. I'm intrigued. Season one is unbelievable. That's that's what got me going. And then the third one is a show called Bad Blood. And I was scrolling through it on Netflix, and it's about this Canadian mafia family who basically overtook the whole city of Montreal. And any business deal that went down, any drug deal that went down, any like household that went down, they were involved on it. So they were basically the richest mafia in Canada and now how they start having internal problems with the owners and other gangs and stuff like that. And season two just dropped to that and I'm hooked onto that as well. And I mean, this gets plenty of pub, but um, I have watched The Bachelorette every week since the beginning. Um, I haven't seen a single. Hey, real quick tidbit on the side. Uh, Garrett that was on the show, I guess, I think he's off now. He no. uh, did they talk about him being a golfer on the show? They did not. I don't remember that at least. Okay, but Garrett that was on there, he is one of my bosses this summer at the golf course that I work at. Nice. Yeah, he, he made it pretty far. I think he was like last five. Uh, he was he was in there till the end. Uh, yeah, obviously Courtney, my fiance, um, <laughs> watches that all the time. So it, I mean, it's great TV. It really is. It's as it's stupid as it is. Uh, it's a lot of fun to listen to and watch. Um, other than that, what about that- the kid? Uh, the kid on YouTube that like does a Snapchat for the entire episode. Have you seen this kid? Oh, I have it, but I'd like to. He makes the whole. He sh- is like, actually I watch- hilarious. Yeah, dude, he's so funny, dude. I, I don't call many people funny, but that guy is hysterical. I'll find that. Didn't uh, didn't the bat spoiler? But didn't she uh, hook up with two? Different guys in the uh, in the fantasy suite. This last episode, she yeah, she did hook up with two guys. Yeah, I saw that part um, at the end where the the guy was being really creepy, and she was like, "Please leave." That's uh, that's Luke P. Luke P. Yeah, <laughs> we don't like Luke P. But other than that, I mean, I, I've watched some stuff on Netflix in the past. It's still on there. Um, if you guys haven't seen, you guys like watch those shows on Netflix that. Uh, they're foreign shows, but I mean, they have like English people talking for them. If that makes any sense, like the, the words don't match their their uh, their mouth. <laughs> no, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, anyways, I, I watched Stranger Things, um, and it took me like five or six times to to get through the last episode. I kept falling asleep because every night I was watching it late. And uh, I just got back from Florida. I was watching it, and it, we were with my whole family, and they're old school. So they made Chelsea was in one bed, I was in the other bed in the same room. And she, I thought she was asleep, and I was watching the ending on my phone. I got emotional, and then when she was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I scared the shit out of me." <laughs> I was like, "Nothing. Just leave me alone." 
<laughs> but yeah, that that's a great show, man. I really like that, and I I did not like the black mirror that was that threw me for a loop because i play video games with chris all the time and if he ever tried that on me be pretty weird um but trailer park boys always the best show on netflix i haven't seen that either i like if you guys see bloodline go watch bloodline um ozark's good like brett said uh the show i was talking about is called the rain r-a-i-n um okay if you're into that kind of Stuff, so. But those are all good choices. A lot of good shows on there. Yeah, no doubt, for sure. Um, uh, what, what's the one where the guys like in the future? Chris, you'd know this. Um, it's like a future, like virtual reality world. I think he's a bounty hunter. Alter uh, Carbon. That Alter that show Carbon, yeah. was yeah, amazing. That's dope. Yeah, for sure. What are y'all's? Uh, just top, just straight up. Doesn't have to be in order. If, if you had to list off your top three favorite shows, not currently, just ever that you've watched, what would it be? Man, that's tough. Man, that's Friday Night Lights. Tough. Number one, I was gonna, I was gonna say, that, yeah, that's number one for me. All right, you go first, then you can have it. Um, Friday Night Lights, Laguna Beach. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not. He's so uh, serious. Shit. I watched Friday Night Lights three times. So can I say that? I love that show. Tim Riggins is an all-timer. I, I literally, two hours ago, I was watching it just because. Uh, God, such real, a good show. My intramural uh, number in college is 33 just because of him. That's a terrible story. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to put The Office up there. I know I, I, I watch it like almost every night, but – it's just old, reliable. I still watch Red It's a good show. Entourage is up there. Westworld already is up there. I think South Park is the best show of all time, though. <laughs> I really do. Even though it's a cartoon, I think it's the greatest show ever made. I mean, I didn't mention it earlier because it's like one of the popular, one of the most popular shows. It seems like for i guess our generation but i obviously i started way late but i recently started the beginning of season three of prison break so i'm like right in the middle of that show right now it's a good show too i've been sitting here thinking i can't narrow to a top three so i'm just gonna give five fun i was gonna say five but i, I didn't know if that was too much or not a agents of shield like i was talking about earlier for sure uh lost Huge Lost fan. Um, One Tree Hill. Fantastic show. Don't care what anyone says. Friends. Absolute classic. Mm -hmm. And Parks Awful. and Rec. Friends is terrible. You're, you're absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see Kingdom on TNT? 
What's it called? Animal Kingdom. Oh, bro, that's no, a good but I've heard show. that's great. That's a good show, Austin. I should check that one out too. I like that one a lot. Ever seen the Blacklist? I have not. Blacklist is a good one. It is hard to kind of think about it though. Like what shows? Honorable mention. I'm always watching something. Yeah. Honorable mention to Weeds. I don't know if y'all ever watched Weeds, but that show was great. Uh, that show was like wild. The first, the first three seasons, and then it kind of went off, went off the hinges. But that show got insane. But we'll wrap this up. Uh, Matt, tell us. I mean, can you give us any guests that'll be on the the bus anytime soon? Derek Morgan is going to be on the bus. I can say this because I don't know. I, we don't know when the episodes are going to be out because right. they're not going to do it in the season. Because can you imagine if Taylor's doing a podcast and he gave up like three sacks? It would fuck him. It would fuck him up completely. Like he wouldn't have right. a chance. So he's not worried about this. But um, we're going to have so many that just we're just going to release them throughout the season. So Derek Morgan is going to be on. Kirk Cousins was on yesterday. Oh, where's this list? Okay, here we go. Ben Newman, uh, Michael Chandler, Jalen Ramsey is next week. That's actually happening. That is 100% happening. That's big time. It's going to be an awesome episode. Oh, you play. Hey, Pat, you Pat McAfee. Phone 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 phone. McAfee. McAfee will be, yeah, uh, Jalen will be on the bus. I, I'm almost positive. Have to like take him aside and be like, bro, look, we're both from Middle Tennessee. Like, are you coming here or not? What's what's the what's the deal? We should have talked about that. That's a spicy topic right now. I mean, what do you do? Y'all want him? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Drama aside, dude's a beast. Hundred percent. I mean, do we just say, like, I mean, I know we all kind of seem to like LaShawn Sims, but is that just kind of like a thanks, LaShawn, we'll see you later kind of thing? Fuck LaShawn Sims for Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it would take Logan have, Ryan would be gone, right? Y'all can have Malcolm Butler and Logan Ryan if you give me Jalen Ramsey. That would I mean, be that, that would be the ridiculous. two most versatile cornerbacks in the NFL on one team, I feel like. That's almost like a like a like a super team. I just had this weird theory, and y'all can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, just from him being here and growing up here, and him growing up a Titans fan, I just feel like every single notion of him being a drama queen and a diva and, and not a team player would just go out the window if he came here. Like I don't think John Robinson would would trade for him or sign him if he knew that his bullshit was still going to come with him to, to, to the Titans. So I just can't see him being that kind of guy here. If he's home in front of his family and friends playing in his hometown, I feel like he would do everything he could to try to win a Super Bowl. Especially with his daughter now in Nashville too? Uh, for sure. I mean, I could go to his, his parents' house right now. I know exactly where they live. And I still – if the Titans play a road game, she's in Buffalo Wild Wings in Smyrna, very low-key to herself, watching the Jaguars game. Oh. I, I'm just not as forgiving as you guys. Like, I know he's a great player, but I mean, fuck that guy. Yeah. 
until he's on this team, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to make him unblock me on Twitter, and I want to keep making fun of him. I'm interested to see the conversation between him and Lawan if that actually happens. It is going to happen. I'm I'm positive. Like there's too much hype around it. Everybody could benefit from it. Jalen reached out to him or Taylor finally get a hold of him. Yeah, he had the wrong number. Yeah, Jalen Jalen tweeted Taylor that he had the wrong number. Miss that. I'm trying to think if there's anybody. I mean, I know that Logan Ryan, like they talk about teammates coming on, but that's just spur of the moment. I'm actually more excited about Derek Morgan than anything. Yeah. Uh like I, I kind of I saw like clips of the, his documentary uh, a couple months ago, and I was like, "Wait, what is this about? What, why is he doing this?" And then I was like, "Oh, okay, gotcha." And then you know that guy spends a hundred grand on his body every year. He's like oh. the m- most vocal person about getting off of opioids and just treating weed like it's normal medicine. And I think that guy, in my opinion, is the most underrated Titans player of all time. I mean, he started out four three end, struggled. They asked him to switch to 3-4. Great. Uh, got better every year. Never bitched on some awful teams. So I'm really excited to hear from him. Like, he's one of my favorite players just because just he never complained. He just did what he was supposed to. Hard to disagree with that. Is, really? I don't know if I saw this or not. Is Rich Eisen going to come on? Uh, he's supposed to. Okay, I thought so. Like we talked about earlier, it's hard to get people to come here. Yeah, so, but... what about? I saw some interaction with Matt Miller, uh, NFL draft scout. Is that happening? Yeah, that that is going to happen. I, I keep y'all just remind me. Like, Jordan Matthews was on yesterday, also from uh, I think he's on the Eagles. Forty uh, ers now. Forty ers Yeah, there. Awesome. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people on there, and I, I wasn't even. I was on vacation, so I didn't get to hang out with any. I think Cousins was over the phone. I think that was the first phone interview. Uh, but Norman, Josh Norman's supposed to. He's, I, I believe he's going to come on the show as well. What? Uh, Saw so, like tweets or rumors about Gronk. That'd be cool, just because it's Gronk, um, and kind of hear him. But there's really no relationship between any of the three of them. I feel like. I, th- uh, I feel like Vy would be cool. Yeah, maybe like a former Titan, like. Keith Bullock or VY or, would be or VY, yeah, that'd be sick. Mariota, because I feel like if anybody can get him to open up, it'd be Lawan. Sure. I'm also pretty curious. As if like I'm a everyone knows I'm a big fan. Like it's not hidden. But Mariota for sure. And he was he was supposed to come, I think, last week. And uh didn't make it. Something came up, which sucks because I was super excited about that. I, I would have probably pissed myself. Um, <laughs> but you you mentioned Gronk, and there's a connection between them and uh, their IV guy, Adam Bobo, who who did an episode that never aired. <laughs> it was the very first one uh, where, where the two guys had uh, – they were doing IV drips the entire episode. But he's Gronk's IV guy, and they're, they're friends. So that actually has – is there, there's a lot of like names tossed around. I'll just say that those those guys are hard to to track. Like what's actually going to happen? For sure. Well, Matt, we appreciate you coming on, my man. Spend some time with us. Anytime for you guys. I hope that y'all y'all kill it, and uh, you guys are all welcome on 
RPO whenever that gets going back up around the start of the season, around training camp. Sure. Again, follow him on Twitter at Matt Neely underscore. Get his podcast as well, the Run Past Opinion podcast. And I think you can get that on Apple Podcasts and, and Spotify as well. Uh, make sure you follow us at Second and Victory and get us on our uh, podcast pages as well. Uh, Second and Victory podcast on Spotify and Apple too.